0: This is Sports Talk with Jock Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back to Sports Talk with Jock. It's a real pleasure on the show tonight to be joined by one of the GOATs, uh, the greatest of all time in the Canadian Football League. At least one of the greatest of all times. I'm talking about Henry Burris. Henry, have you ever been called a GOAT before?
1: Uh, well the only goat i remember is when you play a bad game either you, either, they're, they're, somebody's cooking you and they're frying you and they're throwing you throwing you into the fire or you know uh, i and i think that's the only term i've heard when it's when i've heard the term goat used uh, next to my name
0: <laughs> well I, I tell you what I, I had glenn Suter on the show last night and we were talking a little bit about your legacy and and hey we can certainly put you in the conversation as one of the greatest of all time in the canadian football league you know obviously you're no- known for the arm, you're known for the smile, you're known for your philanthropy, you're known for your passion, you know, the, the passion to prove others wrong. Uh, you talked a little bit about your legacy yesterday, uh, Henry. Uh, how do you want to be remembered?
1: Well, you know, you definitely understand the the, the facts of what comes with you know, your performance on the field and and doing the things you can to make a difference out there on the field and hopefully your impact of what you do on the field is is, is definitely felt. But I think for me, uh, you know, I want to be remembered for everything that we've brought to the table. uh, And even more importantly, what we did away from the game. Because I think – just the legacy you leave, especially here in this free country, Canada, is revered more for what you do off the field. And I think people kind of hold on to that a lot longer and carry that with them as far as the lives that you impacted along the way. Because I know for us as kids growing up, we had our heroes that we met and remembered each and everything that they said to us. that They shook our hands, they gave us a pair of gloves or... Uh, They gave us the right information or knowledge as far as how to go ahead. And I know for me, the CFL, the Calgary Stampeders, and a number of different teams uh, gave me the opportunity and the stage to go out and show my athletic skills. But beyond that, they gave me the stage to also help impact lives. And if it wasn't for the Calgary Stampeders, uh, I wouldn't be the same guy that I am here playing today.
0: Uh, you know it's interesting, Henry, because you know we can talk about legacy. We can talk about what you did in this Canadian Football League. It, it truly is amazing. And, and and you look back on it now. You it's now been just over 24 hours since you made the announcement. Are, are you having any regrets?
1: <laughs> no, no, no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> uh, you know I, I don't think anything's hit me yet because honestly, I'd be doing the same things right now if I were playing because this is still kind of that month where I'm just starting to get back in the gym and starting to to get things going and uh, working out and such. And, and of course, uh, usually when the Super Bowl comes and goes, then that's when I start to dial things up a little bit and really start hitting the weight room hard, which, you know, regardless, I'm going to still hit the weight room hard. And, and the only the only difference that's going to change with me is I'm used to training for the beach but preparing for football, but now I'm just going to train for the beach. and, <laughs> and uh, But I think once I start seeing all the – uh, the trailers and all the news talking about the upcoming season, knowing what the schedule is and start to know when home games are going to happen, especially here in Ottawa. And then that first home game, I know when I see the guys take the field and knowing that that's my team, the guys that I went to war with day in and day out, as far as preparing for games and trying to win ball games for a home crowd and on the road, I think that's when it'll truly hit me. But right now nothing's really sunk in yet, but the reality, the fact that, you know, I'm with my family now, I feel like a lot's off my table, my off my plate, but really the reality of what's actually happened I don't think has hit me yet.
0: You obviously were blessed in your career because you were able to play into your 40s, and only a few select athletes uh, get to do that and accomplish that. Uh, you know, your secret. What is your secret? Share us your secret because, you know, is it the fact that you just, you know, were, were really mentally and physically prepared year after year?
1: Well, I think I had the right people ahead of me to teach me how to prepare myself and put myself in a position to do the right things. Uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to have, you know, three of the best quarterbacks I ever played up here in the Canadian Football League my rookie year being – our quarterback coach Danny Barrett, who of course is doing great things down with the Miami Dolphins right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Garcia, Dave Dickinson, you know, even having a guy like George Cortez who came over in year two and worked with me uh, there, also in Calgary in two different stints, and also in Hamilton. Uh, I've had some great people there that I worked with that really taught me how to play the game, how to go about taking care of my body, and a guy named James Gattinger who I used to train with there in Calgary for a number of years, cha- trained a number of uh, Calgary, Stan from Scott Coe, Eddie Davis, myself. I mean, and the list can continue on and on, guys that he trained and taught us how to go about taking care of our body. And, uh, you know, as far as to work on strength, Uh, to work on explosion, maintain your speed and your quickness, but also to stay flexible while doing it. And uh, I've kind of carried that teaching on and and really added some more stints to my area as far as getting a nutritionist to teach me what type of foods to to put in my body to keep the inflammation levels down and to allow my body, uh, aging body to be able to recover that much quicker just as I did when I was in my 20s. But then keeping the, the fact of staying strong and flexible and being mobile while doing those things would keep you away from injury uh, while you're in your most vulnerable positions and such like that. So, you know, to have the right people in my corner that help teach me and show me the right things and ways to uh, put my body in positions to be the strongest it possibly can when in certain positions you could be injured and also the right foods to put in your body to make sure it's also preaching to your body, stay healthy, stay healthy. And that's what kept me young and limber on the field and allowed me to do the things I was doing uh, for the duration that I did.
0: That is uh, amazing and outstanding advice. Henry Burris, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. You know, I I could run down all of your stats. I just don't have enough time for that. But, you know, I I look at this one. You're one of five Calgary quarterbacks to win the MOP award in the Canadian Football League, along with Bo Levi Mitchell, Dave Dickinson, Doug Flutie, Peter List, Uh, That's a pretty elite company, my friend.
1: Oh, it is. And, I mean, you look at what all those gentlemen have been able to achieve and, you know, seeing what Bo's doing here now most recently with, you know, the type of seasons that, he, that he's had once he took over uh, going into the 2013 season and, of course, uh, looking at what Dave's done. You know, I learned so much from Dave Dickinson and, and seeing how, you know, everybody had questions on how Dave would be, how Dave would be as a as a head coach. But I knew Dave was going to step right in there and have nothing nothing but success because he understands what it takes to be successful as far as in his own and being a leader, as he was as the starting quarterback not only for Calgary but during his stint in D- in BC, but he understands what it takes and how to deal with people and how to talk to people. And I knew he was going to allow his uh, you know leaders, veterans in the locker room to to work their magic. But you know he knew that he was the leader. He, he was going to show the path, and he knew how to get everybody to follow and jump on board. and And you know, continually, uh, continued success is expected from Calgary. And uh, it's because of all the great guys, all the great quarterbacks that a guy named Wally Bono once started back in the day. He brought a trail of of nothing but great quarterbacks through. And for me to be a part of that group and to be a part of that distinguished group, which you just mentioned, uh, for me is an honor.
0: Going out on top, you know, winning a Grey Cup championship with the Ottawa Red Blacks, you know, kind of like what Pey- uh, Peyton Manning did, you know, with the with, with the Denver Broncos. How important was that in your decision? Would Would you still have made this decision yesterday if you didn't win that game? Yeah, I still
1: would have made that decision. Uh I think with, you know, all the, the the ups and downs that came with this past season and you know, enabled me during the injury and once I was backing up needing to get the hand even healthier and get back in sync with things when I was backing up Trevor and then when I was on the injury list. Uh, you know, the thing I think thing a lot of people don't understand is I hadn't had a chance to really spend time during the summer with my kids when they're not in school and I can see them on a more permanent basis. Because usually I'm the one, once they have time, I'm the one who's busy all the time studying, getting ready for games, training at practice, on the road for road games, you know, staying in the zone the night before games, being in the zone on game day. And this is the day that they knew. And for me to actually have time to actually spend with them without the weight of the world on my shoulders, having to prepare for a game and not being a starter or not playing at all, you know, I, I regained that, that passion, that that understanding of man like what have I been doing you know I've missed i missed these guys and yeah. and things are just so happy around the house here because we all had each other we were able to do certain things together that we hadn't done in years and and I realized that man like if I don't take advantage of this moment I'll never get this back this is my one true gray cup this is the one area when it comes to being a champion that all fathers and men want to take advantage of is raising their sons I got two boys and we all dream about having boys and but, for me, this was like a dream ending you know to a career and being able to share winning a championship not only with my family but my family with the city and then being able to experience the city not having this moment for forty years and <laughs> them seeing all the hard work that I put in it made it worthwhile and you know the moments where I saw them celebrating on stage for me made me come to tears because for me, this is all I ever wanted to see was my family enjoying a moment that Dad helped make possible, and it wouldn't have been possible without them being by my side.
0: Well, your boys are are Calgarian, as far as I'm concerned. They were born here, Armand and Barron. Now, they're going to be hockey players, not football players, I understand, eh?
1: Yeah, I know. I'm still trying to get one. At least, Yeah, I just want them to play a year. You know, (laughs) just give me a year of football, you know, at least – you may not like the game, but the skills that you can learn from playing a game of football allows you to learn how to go into contact and, you know, stay low, use your feet, how to how to fight through contact and many different things. And, you know, I want my boys to be athletes and not just guys who can never fill, the, fill their feet when they're playing uh, sports. And, you know, for me, I hear this whole term of dryland training. There's no such thing. Dryland training is just playing sports on land. So <laughs> it's soccer, baseball, basketball, or playing football. It's just get out and play a different sport other than being on ice and actually fill your feet in motion and understand what contact with the ground means and and so I just want to make sure we're creating athletes and and not just guys that are used to wearing uh you know blades underneath their feet all the time.
0: Henry if you don't mind me asking this question are you leaving the field with your health because I know there's been a lot of discussion about concussions and CTE are are, are you good from that perspective?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel I am. Uh, you know, thankfully, you know, the knee was, you know, the knee is healed up and it's doing uh, very well right now. Uh, you know, coming up on my 6 week uh, post uh, you know, arthroscopic scope surgery uh, that I needed. But, you know, honestly, I feel like uh, you know, it's it's doing a lot better. So, uh, the thing is as far as from a concussion standpoint, yeah, I, I, right now I have no problems. I have no issues, no worries uh, mm-hmm. from that side and And, uh, but yeah, I think I'm one of the lucky guys to be able to get in and play this long over this duration and come out injury free at the end of the day. And, and, uh, I mean, I I have to attribute it to the guys I had on my side and understanding when and when to get down and when not to and uh, just making smart decisions when out there playing.
0: Uh, when you look back at your time here in Calgary, obviously so many great memories and, you know, a Grey Cup championship in 2008 where you were the MVP of that game. Uh, but but I also look back, you know, at Smile and Hank and how much you gave back to the community, whether it was the Henry Burris All-Star Weekend, uh, you know, your time with big brothers and big sisters. What will you, you know, and now now that you're living in Ottawa, you know, I know you're going to spend some time with us here in Calgary, but uh, uh, what, what what do you remember most about your time in Calgary?
1: You know, I, I have some of the greatest memories ever in Calgary. You know, as far as growing up as a young guy, you know, remembering the the Anthony McClanahan's to the A.J.'s to the Alan Pitts, the Travis Morris, who, of course, is with me here now, uh, the Terry Vons, the Vince Danielsons, and all the guys that – the Rocco Romano's, the Jamie Christell's, the Jason Clements. I mean, all the guys that helped, you know, teach me and gain an understanding of what loving the game is all about. And uh, I tell you, you know, I have so many great memories. And, of course, so many great people uh, that I got to know living in Calgary, so many great people that I still call some of my best friends uh, till this day. And, And honestly, I'll still remember being at the Olympic Plaza, you know, celebrating that 2008 Grey Cup championship and seeing all the fans all over the place, cheering on, and and just the pride that you know all of us show show to be to be Calgarians and to be Stampeder fans and wearing our colors proud, and and that's why whenever I come back there, always taking time to take in the atmosphere and go out and see all the people that help make Henry Burris who he is today, and and, and trust me, to the day I die, I'll always. Have that horse, uh, you know, as far as on my chest. And, uh, and, of course, I don't have a tattoo or anything, but, you know, deep down inside, uh, you know, I'll, I'll always be a fan. And, and trust me, when we had to go into the Great Cup playing in Congress, I'm like, man, I don't want to be in this game playing with my old friends and stuff like that. But, you know, that's what great memories are made of when you get to play your best friends and have war stories and, and stuff to talk about 20 years later. But, you know, like I said, in my in my heart and in my mind and my soul, you know, that horse will always be running in there.
0: Hey, and now that you're living in our nation's capital, I can't believe you're not a, a true Canadian citizen yet. What's happening in that? Do you know, can't those politicians take care of that?
1: I uh, know we thought we were getting very close, uh, but you know, the thing is, we 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 did hear back from the office Office of Immigration, and uh, our 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 paperwork is being processed right now. So, okay. again, within a couple of months, we'll get some word back as far as what we're doing and where we're going to go from there, and and hopefully soon. You know, like I said, hopefully it means that we're becoming a permanent resident. Uh both my wife and I, and then from that point, we'll go for our Canadian citizenship and like I said, we didn't need any special favors; we just wanted to make sure we could stay up here. And continue to grow our family and grow the brand and, and, you know, continually reach out and help out people that are in need all over this
0: country. Hey, before I let you go, uh, everybody wants to know what's next for Henry Burris. And I think you sort of hinted yesterday that, you know, obviously there's going to be some opportunities with the Red Blacks organization. Uh, Glenn Souter, who works for Bell Media, says, Hey, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on television. I know you do a little bit of a morning show, uh, you know, on television there. So uh, I- is that the direction, obviously, you're going, Henry?
1: Yeah, definitely. If, uh, you know, because, uh, of course, here, the entire. Uh, Last off season, the entire off season, I spent time with CTV Morning Live Mm -hmm. here, and uh, I enjoyed it. I had a blast, and you know, when I made mistakes, nobody booed me. (laughs) Good Hank or bad Hank, and and, you know, I didn't worry about being called a goat. You know what I mean? So, you know, to me, uh, that's why I went and earned my degree uh, in broadcast and telecommunications at Temple University, and and that would be the the dream job for me. You know, doing that, and also to kind of curb that 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 realistic enthusiasm of not being a part of football anymore but also being part of football from a uh, from a media perspective have an opportunity to help out the league you know with TSN and and give all the knowledge uh, the insight that I can to help you know uh, connect the fans with what's going on on the field uh, you know I would I would love to have those two uh, you know as far as in a package deal or something like that but for me that'd be perfect uh, a best case scenario for myself you know to to really enjoy Uh, life after football but you know it's a passion of mine and something that hopefully uh, we can get done here now once things are starting to calm down following this press conference that we had yesterday Uh, We can start to sit down and iron things out, and hopefully come to a conclusion and uh, move on to the future.
0: Henry, you are a class act, and I always enjoy talking to you. And I appreciate uh, you know you staying in touch with us here at the home of the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, Good luck, and I know you're going to not need good luck because you're going to be successful in whatever you do down the road. So uh, thanks so much for your time tonight, and uh, uh, let's stay in touch. Okay? Hey,
1: Jock, thank you so much. Always a pleasure to talk to you. And. uh, Hello to everybody in Calgary. Miss
0: you guys. Uh, That's great stuff. Henry Burris, special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. And, yeah, you can almost take it to the bank. Uh, You know, Bell Media. Uh, whether it's the CTV morning show, whether it's TSN, uh, they're going to find a place for Henry Burris on the panel, um, probably with the football broadcast, so probably with the morning show as well. He'll do some work for the Ottawa Red Blacks. Uh, this guy is going to be successful no matter what he does. And, and you look at his numbers. I'm just talking about his numbers here in Calgary. Uh, one one of the best ever, if not the best ever, as, as a member of the Calgary Stampeders. Number one in passing yards, number one in attempts, number one in completions, number one in TD passes. So we can call him a GOAT, greatest of all time here in Calgary. And and I tell you what, uh, he is one of the top five greatest of all times in the uh, Canadian Football League. Henry Burris on Sports Talk with Jock. we got to take a break. We're going to do our daily hookup with Global Sports. Kevin Smith around the corner after the news at the top of the hour. Lots of Flames talk coming your way at 7.30. Wes Gilbertson, he's the Flames beat writer for Post Media, the Calgary Sun and the Calgary Herald. You don't want to miss that at 7.30 tonight. Sports Talk with Jock, weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.